Welcome to the Joe Contractor Show, a podcast created by three regular Joes. The Joe Contractor Show is a place where trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners looking for solid advice and amusement can hear stories of great success and great failure in the turbulent and unpredictable world of construction. On the Joe Contractor Show, we dig deep into the realm of remodeling and construction. We chat with construction trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners alike. We support local independent contractors and those who put their trust in the hands of these capable and hardworking business owners and tradespeople. We discuss construction and home maintenance from multiple angles, and we do it with compassion, purpose, and humor. Listen as Lori Merrick and Sam, along with a wide variety of guests, explore topics related to construction, homeownership, small business creation, and more. A quick reminder, don't forget to send your questions to questions at joecontractorshow.com. And after you've done that, please take a moment to hit the like button, subscribe, or talk about us tomorrow morning at the local coffee shop. We appreciate feedback and critique, and it lets us know that you're out there and that you care. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to our sixth, seventh, something, something seventh, like that, eighth, something. I don't know. Someone's keeping 10. track. Yeah, um, episode of the Joe Contractor Show. Here we are in the garage studio, whatever this is. Warehouse. Warehouse studio space, but you've got yeah. it so nice now. I know it is getting nice. This is basically the event center, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman Studio Event Center, uh, by the way, it's for rent, so yep. reach out. It's a great space, and here we are. We've got Merrick and Lori again, and myself, Sam. Hi, guys. Hey, everybody. Hey, yay, we're all back together. The gang's all back. It has been a little while, hasn't it? Has, it has, yeah. Um, and, and can we say briefly why it's been a while? I think, you know. We've been working our asses off. Yeah, summer, <laughs> late summer in Minnesota, construction season, and we're all in construction, so. Yep. Busy times. A couple weeks from now, everybody's going to remember that they want to get it done by the end of the, yep. before the holidays, and it's yeah. going to get busier and busier. It I, was 80 yesterday or whatever. 90. 90. Yeah. Yeah, so no one's no one's even calling yet. No. But very soon, you're right, there's going to be like a few snowflakes come out of the sky. <laughs> Can you paint my house? Yeah, they're like, hey, by the way, remember that thing you were supposed to do? It's not done. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it only gets worse until October it gets better. is the busiest month of the season. Is that right for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, October and Panic. and early November, yeah. right prior to. But you're gonna be done by Thanksgiving, right? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, it's been busy, and here we are. We're back in here. It's good to good to see both of you. Big changes. I'll, I'll before we introduce our guests. And yes, I did say guests. Um, we've uh, work is is underway on the Joe Contractor app, which you know this show supports that. So I really can't wait for that to be out for people to use that. We'll keep uh, keep talking more and more about that as we get closer. Yep, yep. Launch sometime in the next couple of months here, and it's going to be um, it's going to be great for all of you. Uh, you know, one to ten person shops people who have smaller construction firms it's going to be a real nice product for you so yeah i need it really bad <laughs> i know i do too yeah. <laughs> My i could use business. it too yeah <laughs> good all right well more on that later 
But, um, but we've got a couple of guests. So Lori, why don't you take it away? And we do. I, I often hear about how do you get into the business? How do you get into it? Where do I start? Or uh, the other thing is we certainly do need a lot more apprentices. So today we have two apprentices. We have Aiden Hughes, carpenter apprentice. Hello. Heather McKenzie, <laughs> electrical apprentice. Hey, hey. So great. I think um, it'll be a great show for uh, anybody wanting to get into the business or wondering how. You can hear what it's truly like from these two. Uh, they're doing it, you different mean, ages and uh, different... Uh, that's assuming they're not going to lie to us. Yeah, well, I'm sitting here. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear what it's really like. Like, I don't know. They're youngish. Are they trustworthy? Can we trust that they're going to tell the truth here? <laughs> One out of two. We got about a 50 chance. All right. And we won't, we won't indicate to you, the audience, who's going to tell the truth and who's not. So you can, <laughs> it's up for them to find out. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's become a game show. <laughs> yeah. It does feel more like that. And Karaoke and, later. <laughs> karaoke game show. The way we have you seated, too, it's like you're being grilled here across the table. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, welcome you two. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, this is over. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. See you later. Back to work. Great great show. (laughs) What are you two doing sitting here? Are you on the clock? There's a good question. (laughs) Are you getting paid for this? Because you gotta go. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, anyway, so I don't know when you have two guests, you, would you start with one? Like, we'll just start Aiden. Uh, you're a rock, paper, scissors. It works. You could, can you do this quick? Yeah. Rock, Rock. paper, scissors. Okay. So we're starting with me. (laughs) He had scissors by the way, and she had paper because you can't see, But, but you two, I would fail at that. Because you went rock, paper, scissors, and you did it in the way I was taught. It's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It's the fourth one. Oh. Anyone else? Maybe well, they just we, got rid of that. We, uh, these days. we got yeah, rid we, of it, I guess. So. They're more, yeah. more efficient. Sure. Is this the LOL version of it? Like the, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually have to say everything out loud. It's just been. There's my there's rock, paper, scissors. I just threw something out. Whatever. So Aiden, uh, an apprentice, carpenter apprentice. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? Um, well, I just started in February, and yeah, it's been great. I mean, I've been kind of around construction off and on my whole life, but I've never really had a like passion for it until as of recent, and it's it's been great so far, and I yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and how, if you don't mind my asking, how old are you? I'm 19 years old. Okay, so just starting out. Just starting out, yeah. Been around it all your life. I think that's common to all of us, really, right? I mean, yeah. In one form or another. Yeah. I mean, it, it's if you've never been exposed to it at all, I think it would be a tougher leap to make. But if totally. you've been around it. Um, and so are you focusing on strictly carpentry right now for a reason? Is that kind of where your passion is? Yeah. Uh, for the moment, just because I'm so new, there's so much information to take in that I just want to get really good at carpentry. And then, who knows, I mean, gain as much knowledge as possible. And, I'm yeah, I'm definitely interested in other parts of the field or other jobs like electrical, plumbing, you know, but just carpentry for now. Yeah, which is a, a big enough thing yeah. to take There's on. plenty, plenty to, <laughs> plenty to do. And what, yeah. what, what uh, is there a specific type of carpentry that you're most interested in or? Um, I don't know. Uh, 
Do you even know the types of carpentry yet? Have you been taught um, all this? I mean, asking? here and there a little bit. I think like, yeah, I'd say for the framing, um, yeah. sheetrocking or trimming or siding oh, yeah. or, you know, things like that. And, you know, when you're new, it's like the new kid on the T-ball team. You're playing every position. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to kid. learn it all. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I think, oh, no. I think actually that's educational for people, right? So if yeah. you're... If you're a kid and you're looking, kid, you could be whatever age, it doesn't matter. But if you're looking to get into this, like carpentry isn't just one thing. It's broken down into multiple different categories. So, um, yeah, I would say traditionally there's like framing is one entire wing of it. And a lot of framers only frame. They, they'll do that their entire lives, actually. Um, and then trim carpentry is kind of the, the rest of it, sort of. And then within trim carpentry, you can break that down into a bunch of different spots. But a lot of times, trim carpenters, some people go from framing into trim carpentry, and then that's more fine detail stuff, and they kind of specialize in that throughout their career. So Yeah, I do like the fine detail work a lot, you know, just to, like, really focus on something instead of, like, with the walls, you're just, you know, trying to get them up and do it right, obviously, but... Uh, just more like attention to detail and smaller things like that. So I'd say I, I definitely prefer that. And um, siding, just things like that where you're kind of doing it, you're doing the same thing for a long time, long period of time, so then you can get better at it, you know? Because if I'm just like, if I'm just starting out and I put up one piece of sheetrock, I'm not going to know how to do it like super well but if I'm doing siding all day I'll get into this routine and you know then I really like I feel like I have a real handle on it so yeah, yeah. And, and siding is sort of a specialty subset of either of those two things too yeah. and, and it's a thing kind of all its own but totally um, but yeah that's uh, certainly like if you get if you were to get hired on a siding crew perhaps or something you would learn everything you needed to know about siding for you know, in the first three to six months or something, and then you could just crank that out for a while. So yeah. that's one entry point for people looking to get into construction. Is totally. Stuff like that. Well, I do really enjoy just all sorts of carpentry. You know, I don't like doing the same thing every day. So that's another great part about this job is usually it's something new. So I do enjoy that. Well, and if, if it's all right, if I keep throwing these things yeah. out there, but okay. I mean, this is so if, it, you know, for someone thinking about doing this, you're able to experience many facets of construction because you're working for Lori's company and Lori's company does all sorts of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. a lot of companies, like there are companies that are dedicated to trim. You work on a trim crew, the general contractor hires that company to do the trim work, so you just do trim and cabinetry hanging all day long or something like yeah. that, right? Um, so that's an interesting you know, for people looking into getting into it, you got in with a small construction firm, therefore you're learning a broad base of construction stuff versus like working a framing crew or a roofing crew or something like that. You're just going to do that one thing kind of all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm definitely thankful to be on a smaller crew and just, you know, getting to do different types of work all the time is, yeah, I would prefer that to doing something over and over again. I mean, I like, doing that so I can like learn, but I wouldn't want to do that as my full-time job, you know, once yeah. I get good at it. Cause then it just, yeah, I, I really do enjoy learning basically. And we didn't say anything about, um, like union work, which is another way to get into it. But, um, 
you know, are you are you enjoying the fact that like a small construction firm, that's like a that's like a social community too. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a family. I mean, you're I'm super close with the crew and I can't imagine working for a different crew as of now and you know, it's it's great, definitely. Um working for like a smaller crew. Yeah. Yeah, people get into it. Um, you, there's schooling, or you just find somebody who will hire you, or you get into the union. And so th- there's a lot of different avenues. And I think a lot of people out there wonder that. or they, uh, That's a question I get asked a lot. How do I get in? Where do I get in? Who do I talk to? And is schooling the best way? And I know, um, Aiden, do you want to tell us a little bit more about how you got in, started this? Yeah, so um, I was fresh out of high school and I just decided to go to Dunwoody because I knew I was interested in construction, but I had little to no experience or, you know, anything like that. So I kind of flew in, I was like flying in blind. I didn't know what I was doing. So it was really hard to enjoy it because, you know, I just didn't understand it. So after the first semester at Dunwoody, I didn't go back after that. And, um, so I reached out to Lori and asked if I could work for her because, you know, hands-on learning is just great for me. And I felt like at that time I was just ready to work. I didn't want to think about school or anything. And, you know, I just haven't looked back since. And I've been learning new stuff pretty much every day. So it's, it's been, yeah, it's probably one of the best decisions I've made for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, God, if there's any parents listening or whatever like I wouldn't advocate that a kid doesn't go to school yeah but at the same time you don't have to go to school to end up being I mean I I dropped out twice yeah. I didn't graduate with a degree so you don't have to have a degree or have gone to college or even a trade school to end up 10 15 20 years down the road being very highly paid very highly skilled very highly respected you, but you have to put in the work, instead of going to school, you have to put in the work to learn it in the way that you're learning it. Yeah. Union or with a smaller shop or whatever that, that trains you and teaches you, and then you, you earn your respect over time. Totally. And yeah. uh, school's not completely off the table. I've actually been speaking with Lori a bit about maybe taking some night classes just because, you know, in carpentry, but I just... I I've learned carpentry now so I feel like if I were to go back I could actually gain something from it and to, yeah so that's like understand the terminology yeah and there's what some stuff like that at. yeah yeah you know I'm great at work but it's yeah terminology and stuff like that can be tricky sometimes so well and it's daunting starting in something oh, yeah. completely new so and I would say at 19 years old you you better believe that education is still on the table for you because (laughs) you've got a whole lifetime you can you can go back and do little bits and pieces here and there anytime you want yeah that's a really good way of thinking of it in the meantime you're earning a living yeah and and i'm going to just um i'll just throw in the the rest of a little bit of aiden's story is that aiden is my grandson so he had a he thought he had a foot in but he had to <laughs> it was about wrong it was wrong it was a hard call he had to beg and promise and beg and promise and, and snow crew and like then he started with the snow shoveling and whenever it snowed so he had to prove himself before he got in the door and uh so it's not like he that we just uh, let him slide in and jump in because uh 
he was just like every other teenager, you yeah. know, like he wasn't a hard worker at all. So we were like, nope, you can't work for us. You go work for somebody else. <laughs> There's one hardworking teenager out there in the world that's going, why do they always do that? I do work hard. Like, yeah, we know. There's one of you out there. We get it. I don't remember my uncles ever throwing hammers at the neighbor kids, you know, <laughs> right. like, like you let him slide and then you're throwing hammers at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be hard working for your grandma. So he's had to step up to the plate. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I wouldn't want to work for any other company. And I think that's, you know, partially because it's family owned. And I mean, even the bigger half of it is just the crew that we have. Everyone's so they're they enjoy just as much as I do you know being a part of the team that we have so it's yeah it's really great well I'll tell you I think that makes for better construction too I think a a company that where people truly enjoy working there because I've done a lot of work for both kinds of companies and um, man if you're not running a company with happy employees you're not getting happy work out of it so totally yeah well cool what else you got for us yeah. Um, uh, let me think here. Mm, no. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite karaoke song? <laughs> my favorite karaoke song. Well, my favorite songs, I guess, anything by the Beatles and old music, you know, I think that's great. And also uh, one of our, another lead, um, or Lee Carpenter is uh, Jeff, and I definitely snag a lot of his music when he's playing it throughout the day. I'll just be like, "What's this song?" and I'll just take it. So I get a lot of my music from Jeff as well. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're you're learning more than just carpentry. Yeah, the job. Learning you're learning good taste in music. Yeah, well, for Jeff's music anyway. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dad rock and you know the classics. Yeah, who knows? Uh, well, that's great. Um, we'll get back to you. Cool. Back to you. Hi, Heather. Oh, hi, Sam. <laughs> uh, um, so what, what are you doing? Um, I am, well, I've, I've been an electrical apprentice for the last year and a few months, I guess, four months maybe. Um, there goes my boss, Kevin, in the background, trying to be very quiet. <laughs> yeah, he really did sort of sneak by. <laughs> he doesn't even hear me. So. No. <laughs> He'll have to um, listen to this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been here since May of 2021. Okay. Um, and prior to that, I had a very circuitous route to this position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it makes sense to anybody except for me, but, um, but it does, it does make sense to me. Um, and I, you know, I was thinking when, when y'all were saying like, oh, you were around it when you were, when yeah. you were young, uh, I was in a way I did, um. I did uh, woodworking with my dad. So okay. He was an amateur uh, furniture maker, um, and so we we I spent a lot of time sanding things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because that's all you do if you're a furniture <laughs> it was maker. So much sanding. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we built my bed when I was in middle school, and built some lamps and some, and then I worked in sets through college. Oh yeah. Um, but I I then went uh, I pursued a career, I put that in quotes, <laughs> in, in the arts and nonprofits. And it's, it's not, I'm not saying that those fields aren't valuable, but they're not valued. Right. Um, right. And it took me a while to, to kind of realize that because, you know, you're 
you are jumping through hoops and you're you're never really stopping jumping through hoops and i know right. that you're also jumping through hoops as you're getting bids but it's different it feels different the hoops get bigger for us the they just keep get getting bigger. smaller for <laughs> i know you j- and and they just don't stop yeah. Um, yeah and there's never enough resources out there yeah um for everyone who who deserves them so yeah pandemic hit i um everything that i kind of had on my calendar was canceled for at least a year um and what and calendar was that you wanted to share that a little more deeper into oh sure well i was doing some gig working uh teaching jobs um uh exhibitions um things like that and yeah everything wiped off the plate um yeah and i mean I'm, i didn't think of it when you said 14 months i didn't think about like the pandemic may have been the impetus for you yeah. getting into this but mm-hmm. it makes sense i mean that you know a little mm-hmm. little bit of turmoil there for a while if people it was a, it was it was and all of a sudden i had time and i could not get out of my head um this program that was up at summit academy and on the north side which is it's a pre-apprenticeship program it's five months long and it's for electrical for electrical and for uh, carpentry both okay um it's free uh, would you want to say that again here? So be, <laughs> because that's a this great, one, that's, that sounds one like a nice place in. to start. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's North side of Minneapolis. Um, it's a free program. Some people, if you don't have a college degree, then you, you can get a little money to go there. Oh, um, you wow. qualify for some grants. Um, and that's and Summit Academy? Summit Academy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and so I was kind of wrapping up that program and cold wrote to uh, info at wonderwomanconstruction.com. Really? And, uh, and you know, had a, a delightful exchange with the person who runs the office here and ended up um, what I thought was an informational interview, <laughs> scheduling that with Lori. But, you know, five minutes in, I was like, this really feels like a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, I think I got hired and I don't even I know think, it. I think I might be getting hired. <laughs> that's great. Great. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's how I ended up in this in this warehouse right here. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I... Uh, the work that I was doing prior, uh, very hands-on. A lot of it was very physical. Um, I really enjoy, I, I like sort of micro and macro work. So um, working on, on a very small scale um, and then thinking very abstractly about yeah. larger systems. Um, and so I think electrical kind of fits both of those things. We, and we, we do, um, you know, a lot of remodels. Uh, we're working in houses where there's a lot of puzzling and figuring out how it got put together a oh, hundred years ago. I totally and understand. And then yeah. what homeowner came in and in the 1980s. did something to it. <laughs> yeah. Homeowner special. I know. Indeed. Yeah. So remodeling uh, electrical is a much different thing than oh, new construction oh, yeah. electrical yeah. or plumbing. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, completely. And don't don't you have to go through some sort of apprenticeship in order to eventually get your license? Yeah. So for for electrical, I I have to work. Um, I have to log eight thousand hours with the state of Minnesota uh, before right. I can take my journeyman um, exam. And you're working under a 
qualified working under a journeyman or a master electrician yeah yeah yep. so you're you're logging hours toward that goal exactly and yep. taking classes and taking second year apprentice mm -hmm. yeah yep. that's fantastic I, 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 oh. yeah go ahead yeah. well I just I thought that seemed like a really attractive path because mm -hmm. when I got into construction I didn't have any education any formal education at all and I was painting houses and started doing these remodeling projects. I'm calling Sam all the time and being like, oh, my God, like, what do I do? And having problems here and there and being like, wow, these electricians, they just show up. They work. I think they make a, a nice ton gig. of money. And they just wire up this bathroom. They're there for one day. Yep. And I'm like, man, how do I make that kind of money? And But the challenge was I already had some kids and I had – financial responsibilities and to go back and do an apprenticeship and then journeys right. and the whole thing you know now looking back probably should have done that <laughs> <laughs> boy did I fuck up <laughs> now it's really too late <laughs> yeah right oh yeah well that was sad um <laughs> Thanks, Merrick. <laughs> little introspection. <laughs> no, I uh, I love electrical work. I, I I haven't ever in my life touched anything electrical because I can't or I couldn't when I was a contractor. No, I've done plenty. <laughs> um, lots of it actually, and I and you know I've always really enjoyed it. It's a it's a fascinating part of construction in a certain way because. When you touch the wrong thing, you get zapped, you know? And half yeah. the electricians I know are a little weird because they've been zapped a lot. <laughs> they really are. You know. know what I'm talking about? Sparky. How many times, Heather, you've been zapped? Oh, zero. Zero. Really? Sean hasn't. I mean, has. Sean definitely has. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, God. I mean, I, I've got one of my electricians, you know, most of them, they, they're testing circuits. They don't use a circuit tester anymore. They and, just use their fingers. Yeah, and Brad's fingers, he's like, it's so calloused, I have to rub it on it to see what's going on. Oh, God. When I, had this, I worked for this handyman, and he was like, you know, he's like, all right, I want you to wire up this whole second edition in his house. I'm like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing at all. And <laughs> what could possibly like, go wrong? He's like, yeah. he's like well, the, the first test is you have to touch this, you have to touch this hot wire until you can touch it without reacting. So I touch it the first time and I'm like, oh my God. And then, you know, second time, like, what the heck? And then, you know, until I could touch it calmly. <laughs> that I was the test. I still jump. Are you serious? Yeah, oh. totally serious. And you did it? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like hazing to me. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, man, you got it made here. Oh. I, I know. I, yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to be educating and teaching people, but I have an electrician story. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'll, I'll try and do the very abbreviated version. I was working at a resort in Azerbaijan, which is the first country north of Iran. So this is the middle of nowhere, uh, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, and uh, we were putting on a little concert and there, there were like 5,000 people waiting to, for the show to start, and the, all the lights and everything, and across the resort, someone was shooting off what we thought were fireworks. Well, it was our, it was our main electrical transformer had blown. 
So the big transformer, and we had two of them on the side of this thing, and, and so half the resort's still lit and the other half isn't, and the, the, where the show is is going to be dark. And, and we had an electrician, uh, an Azuri gentleman, who I absolutely loved. I spoke no Azuri, he spoke no English, but we worked with each other all summer long. Anyway, never wore a pair of shoes. He was probably five feet tall, barefoot, and, and we hop in the little four-wheeler, we drive over to this electrical box, and molten metal is dripping out of the bottom oh. of the transformer. It's completely blown. And I'm like, well, it looks like the show's off. You know, there's no way this is happening. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. You know. And he goes to the other box and opens it up, and, and he takes the, the wires that are still dripping molten, letter, le, uh, molten metal from the one box, and he pulls things back and he jams it into the socket on the other side and the other one on that one and the whole resort goes like fires back up. So electricians, I don't know how that works, but you can learn that shit someday if you keep at it. I, I don't know if I have that aspiration. Barefoot, no less. Barefoot. All right. Grounded, straight up grounded. Did it anyway. Anyway. Yeah, somebody was one, somebody I know is in like Singapore or somewhere and somewhere over there, one of those South Asian countries. And it's not like here where they have electrical code and everything's clean and organized. It's like just the Wild West. And these people are working on live wires and they look like these rat's nests sticking out of these boxes on all the different poles. And That's what I saw. So... You know, is that what you do, Heather? Is this? <laughs> I, I am. A, I am a residential electrician. Oh, so it means I don't work on the poles. <laughs> I don't work on high voltage. Um, <laughs> but you do uh, yeah. commercial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. commercial. Yep. Uh, anything under six hundred volts is is considered is low a go? voltage. Oh yeah, it seems pretty high to me. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> yeah, right. That's a lot more volts than I'd like to work with. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, and and yeah, I haven't. I personally haven't worked with uh, anything really over two forty. So, so uh, how many hours? Like, how many hours are in a work year? I forget. Like, how long does it take you to get through your apprenticeship um, into? It will. It will take me. So there's a little over two thousand hours in a year. Okay. Um. We work a little bit less than full time, though, so it'll sure. take it'll take a little bit longer. Four, which is okay. four ish, five ish five years. years, probably yeah. something like that. Which mm-hmm. um, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. Yeah, I know. It was a very fir- humbling, like first three months on the job, where I I literally right. Kevin would tell me, "Okay, Heather, I want you to do this over here." And then you know I would sort of look at it for five minutes, and then I would walk back to Kevin and be like. Oh, but you have to, you have to like really spell this out to me. Like, which hole do I come out of? Where does the wire go after that? Do you, do you, how does it go from here to there? Like, right. Are you talking about like three-way and four-way switches? Are these the things that well, tripped you up the most? I mean, in? those still. I mean, four-way switches can They're still such a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, know, you're you like, which traveler is which and exactly. what? Like, no, you, I look I mean, three ways mine top. That's you it. Just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Kevin actually is, is like, he's, he's sort of like, draw it. Just draw it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's an easygoing electrician, it sounds like. 
<laughs> well, you got to say nice things, so uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know if he listens to the podcast, so uh, I, I, feel, I feel like I have a little more, a little more license. <laughs> but. He'd be quick to point out, no license. I'm the licensed one. <laughs> yeah. I am you know unlicensed. Yeah. I have an unlicensed license. Uh. All right. Well, I'll stop telling some. You know, stories, I would like to go into the interesting part that the yeah. viewers or the listeners—they're not viewers, but listeners—that um, there's an age difference here. You don't have to be 19 years old to start a new career. Heather's no. um, doesn't have to say your age, but on the other hand, um, is <laughs> she older. She looked willing. And, to, yeah, I'm 42. So, oh, yeah. There you go. I would never guess. No, I never neither. Yeah. But. Uh, um, I'm always surprised still when you say that. Um, <laughs> She's like, so, no, you're not. so it doesn't. But you got into it a little later in the game, you you know. Mm-hmm. So Merrick, <laughs> you, it's never too late. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could like, still become an electrician. Yeah. I think that's what Lori's inviting yeah. you to do. He's thinking Another about all apprentice. his kids. And <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking about all the responsibility in front of him. He's like, no, I don't think so. But yeah, it is a humbling. It's humbling. I mean, yeah. Aiden, you just ta- you talked about liking learning mm-hmm. I feel like as that's one of the hardest parts um is like I am pretty far out of school and oh, yeah. um school is kind of where you're exposed to new things and you're learning new things and um then you get all I, old and set in your ways right. and you don't want to learn anything. you kind of forget yeah. how to be totally fresh and new um and learning from like from the total basement yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it's called adult learners it's a lot harder to learn after you have been out of school for a long time yeah oh of course yeah you're not conditioned for this no yeah i think i know a lot of things and then there's still a lot of things i don't know so yeah i think the other you know one we have a little bit of a hard time thinking like you know oh i'm 32 or i'm i'm 41 or whatever i can't start a new thing but but just like you were saying, anytime you look back, then like go five years forward and look back and you'd be like, oh man, that went fat. I could have probably learned a whole new thing in that period of time. Like True. it's just getting over that hurdle of, um, can I take on the risk of, of putting myself out there to learn something new? And you did. So good for you. And it sounds like you're enjoying it. But I am. Yeah. yeah. And, and moving along, learning both of you. But yeah, let's take a little break here for the middle, and we'll uh, we'll come back, and uh, I don't know what we'll do for the second half. We'll, we'll it's karaoke, isn't it? It's karaoke. That's the only reason I stuck around. <laughs> He's got the better mic. Yeah, I was joking about that. We'll, we'll, me and Aiden will have to brainstorm our duet. <laughs> you guys could pick your tunes. All right, we'll be back. We will be back to the show after a few quick ads from our valued sponsors. Wonder Woman Construction is a Minneapolis-based, woman-owned, residential and commercial construction and electrical company. Lori and her team pride themselves on their commitment to long-term green and sustainable building practices. 
and they apply their deep understanding of building science to each project they take on. They are dedicated to the complete satisfaction of every client. One more thing that you absolutely cannot miss about Wonder Woman Construction is the fact that every employee loves what they do and truly enjoys working with each other. The best projects are those that are done by happy people. And Wonder Woman Construction is full of happy people. Visit WonderWomanConstruction.com to get started on your happiest project ever. Kinetic Legacy is the company that powers the Joe Contractor app. Their unique platform blends the good parts of social tech with their one-of-a-kind data organizing system, giving communities, large and small, a safe, private space to stay connected and to keep information and memories organized. If you and your community have a shared purpose or passion and are looking for a better way to stay connected, contact Kinetic Legacy today at kineticlegacy.us. Find out how groups from contractors to campers, tribal communities, unions, and alumni organizations are finding their way to meaningful new spaces in this increasingly digital world. Again, that's kineticlegacy.us. Reader Home Restorations is a Minnesota-based, full-service residential general contracting company specializing in the repair and painting of historic homes. Whether your home needs repairs, painting, or remodeling, Reader Home Restorations has got you covered. We understand that every home, client, and project is unique. At Reader Home Restorations, we pledge to give you a long-lasting product while paying close attention to client questions and concerns. Check us out at www.readerhomerestorations.com. That's Reader, spelled with two E's, homerestorations.com. The Joe Contractor Show doesn't let just any old company put an ad in the middle of a show this important. They have to pay us. Send us an email if you're certain your business should be featured on our show. All right. We are jumping right in since for our, our listeners... The break doesn't really mean much, you know. For us, we had we had a good ten minutes there of mm -hmm. break time, so people came in and out of the shop studio here. I heard some really interesting electrical stories uh, that will never be retold. <laughs> <laughs> did I never did that. <laughs> no, no one, no one did anything. Just before I got an email, just before this. Um, from the Department of Labor and Industry talking about the fines that went out to the contractors or mm. unlicensed contractors doing plumbing and electrical, and the one contractor was fined like $48,000. Um, another. I assume it's based on volume or that something. That one I mean, was, yeah. Like he had to have been doing again, a lot of and it. Again, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's another, you know, so somebody, some unlicensed contractor, or worse, licensed contractor unlicensed saying he was licensed there you go Ooh, so that's, fines were that's ranged deceptive. from 2850 to 48000 on about 10 contractors or not licensed and unlicensed contractors in the yeah. state so yeah. kind of crazy so yeah let's just uh, talk more about doing the work well okay so let's you can do as a homeowner you can do your own yeah and with a permit Yes. Right. With You're a still permit. supposed to get a permit. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, let's talk about you know, since this is a, a show for our contractor friends plus homeowners plus now 
um, people potentially looking to get into the trade, so apprentice, like, there is a very good reason why licensure for these things exists. Plumbing and electrical are, I mean, those are the only two, well, HVAC, excuse me. Mm -hmm. you know, those three are the, the separate licenses that you can carry in the state. And a general contractor doesn't, they don't have those licenses. They have the, they have a license that allows them to hire people to do this type of work. Um, and, and so, you know, we're not making light of the idea that, uh, that the trade, I guess, regulatory industry is unimportant in some way. It is important. Very important. And so... Um, you know, the work, Aiden, the work you do as a carpenter, it's also important. But yeah. generally speaking, unless you're framing, which is going to be inspected, um, you know, you're not necessarily going to be putting someone's life at risk if you can't, you know, miter a, a corner on trim or, you know, totally cope something or whatever, right? Yeah, it's just not quality work, you know. It's definitely a different, like, a, it's... Yeah, completely different in the terms of like risk of how good your work is, you know, with electrical and plumbing as it is to but carpentry. The, there's the structural work for the state of Minnesota. We have the, what is it, one, two, and ten. So as structural work, you know, if the house falls down and you kill somebody, the structural work is as important. Um, you know, it's about killing people. <laughs> yeah, and, and the backstop there, the backstop there is really the inspectors who do the, the yeah. work to inspect your work. Right. But that doesn't mean it's that doesn't mean it's not important for you know, to know how to do it. There may be more than one way to. There is always really more than one way to to frame something structurally. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at plans, learning how to read plans will give you an idea of the way that you're supposed to do it. Um, knowing, uh, having a lifetime of experience will give you the ability to say, "All right, this is close, but in this case." case that's not going to work so I'll do it this way instead and that'll still pass inspection and it's still a high quality way to do it yeah right now I'm just at the stage you know where the leads will tell me what to do and I do it and I try and do it the best I can because I know even if an inspector won't call it out they will they'll be like oh you didn't do this right Aiden and I'll be like you know that's never great so I always just try and give it you know my best effort for sure yeah which is a great trait you know, I think it, as a, for contractors out there, I think it's important. You know, sometimes we take a risk when we hire apprentices, and 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 it, it's an investment. You're hiring somebody that typically doesn't know anything <laughs> right. about that about that particular you know about our field, anyways. Um, smart in general, I'm sure, but those are so you are taking a risk and you are investing, and it's probably you know I like to say it's like a six month to a year investment until they're up to speed and you can make some money on them, which is your, anybody's goal for a profit for profit company. But on the other hand, on the other side of that coin is you're not bringing in somebody with experience that is already molded and they have their way of doing it and that's and they're going to stick to that and 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 aren't flexible enough to learn new things. So there's a good and bad thing about that, but I, I think that most people, you know, I I've, I've, uh, think it's important to keep that door open and, and let these apprentices in it as well, because uh, there's a quite a positive in, in training and teaching and having them uh, learn and YouTube and and uh, be flexible. Do you yeah. know if the state 
um, has any programs that help companies like yours maybe find and retain apprentice level uh, folks? You know, or no? I have heard that, but I'm too busy to check into right. it. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it seems like it, because it is a risk and it costs money and it's hard to do it, but it's so yeah. important because we don't, we don't have more people like you two coming up through the trades. We just don't. There are, there are, uh, there's definitely not enough younger folks wanting to do this. That's super high in demand. Yeah, it's super high in demand. <clears throat> and Aiden talked, we talked about this and Aiden's, you know, you know, feels like he's at a good cutting edge. He's getting in when the, you know, when it's good to get in it because we need them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like there is a sort of in the younger generation right now, there is, um, kind of a resurgence of, of some of that lifestyle being cool, kind mm -hmm. of the like working hard, but then you get to like go do adventures on the weekends or take some time off and travel in the winter or something, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, so I think if, you know, if the industry can figure out how to accommodate bringing in some younger folks, we sure do need it because the work is not getting... A lot of there's a lot of deferred maintenance out there, and there's a lot of things that still need to get done, and there aren't quite enough of us trained up to do it. Yeah. Well, so here's a good question for you guys: Is it hip to <clears throat> use to choose this as a career now? You know, it probably it doesn't in in my mind it wasn't hip, but maybe is it getting hip, or do you think it was? I don't think they use the word hip anymore. As a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, ruined it when you said hip. I knew Old that lady, was coming. You did it. <laughs> Uh, Whatever the word is. <laughs> I totally had to call you. I don't know either. I knew, I knew. Well, I never looked at it as like hip. I just think that, you know, like, and this has changed over time. I used to be like, oh, I want to go to a university and get my business degree. And, you know, but like I couldn't work at a desk full time. Like working in the field is, and working with my hands is just what I was meant to do. But, I mean, if you want to call it hip, I mean, there's nothing more hip than a guy who, like, works all the time or, a girl as well you know anyone who is in the trades and it's you know you're lifting all the time it, it's a great way to stay in shape it's it's a great job i i definitely would recommend if you're curious. Yeah, what do your friends say you know are they like wow you know heather that is so amazing aiden so cool or do they say do you like it oh you, it was a pretty yeah. lame thing when we were yeah. kids like that that was like oh god you're going into construction like i couldn't right. do any better than that loser like <laughs> don't look at me no i know I, mean, I think i think when i met merrick i told him like if you can't make it in construction there's nothing left for you in life. Like, <laughs> it is weird at this age a little bit um being so new and like so young, like what my friends say, basically, you know, they are basically all up at college, partying, being young or whatever, but I'm kind of working full time and just trying to establish more of a life for myself here. And I think I prefer that. And they are also like, man, that's really nice that you get to work full time. And it seems like your life is like, it's got some sense of direction more than like just enrolling in a university to just get the degree, you know? I'm like, I'm actually enjoying and learning, and it's something that I love to do, so. And headed down a path, and they'll be at your at place all starting over, wondering what they're going to do after college. Well, Maybe college. it'll work for me one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, well, there well, you I got go. to hit attitude. you with a couple of things, <laughs> okay? Um, you know, if, if, if you knew long ago that y your life's goal was to be a doctor, you got to go to college. 
Like you're not going to learn that by becoming a carpenter first. You're still going to have to go to college to be a doctor. So there's value there. But you also said, um, you know, I remember, well, just three things then. I remember some of the the kids that I knew that went into the trades right out of high school are like they've been stable and set for a very long time. They learned electrical. I got a couple of friends who did electrical. Um, I mean, they've had you know their home, their career. They, they've never really struggled. Yeah. It's they've always had a good income and a a good life. You know, so I a lot of respect for that. But you said something before that. Um, you said that you know you weren't sure about college and you couldn't do it, and then that you were made to work with your hands. But the truth is, you're working with your brain a lot totally. in construction too. You can't forget that part. Yeah, it it is stuff going on in your brain that you're translating through your hands, but there's a little bit of artistry in it, a lot of thinking, and and really, yes, a physical part of it that's satisfying too. You know, you get to see a job done at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, don't discount the fact that you are very much, there's, there's no lack of intelligence or something just yeah, because no. you're in the trades. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll rephrase. I didn't mean it. Is no, no, that, I, um, yeah, yeah, you, no, I just, you're um, cause you're right. I mean, I think all the time and, you know, sometimes you're doing more thinking than actual hands-on work. But what I meant is like, I couldn't just sit still, you know, like oh, yeah. do work like at a desk or, you know, and I mean, a lot of people can, you know, it's just how I am. And, but yeah, you're totally right. Um, yeah. I, I just want to make sure that a kid thinking about this, like, don't undervalue how much you're going to have to actually learn and yeah. think too. And it's important. And then, and then, you know, on the other side of that, when you start assessing your value as either an employee or a company owner, if you get to that point sometime in the future, assess your value high because you had to learn all of this stuff. And yes, I do think so. It's a little, you know what I'm saying? Totally. I've been degraded at times. I'm yeah. sure we all have like, Oh, you're just in construction? Like You're just a blue yeah. collar worker. Yeah. Like, totally. like, sure. Well you do what I do, you know, right. figure to see what how that goes. So yeah. So just just be proud of it. Yeah. You know, both of I, you. I, I very much am. Heather, I want to hear what your family and friends think. Yeah. Um I got a lot of support when I made this switch, actually. Um family, friends, um I yeah, I, I mean I think people do see it as a cool kind of a thing. My dad was really happy that I was finally going to have a job that was going to be more consistent, more stable. Right. Right. <laughs> he's, um, he's like, I love you, but <laughs> right. I'd like for you to eat all the time. He, he didn't put it like that, but that's, <laughs> I'd like to make sure you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had some, I had some really funny feedback that I feel like I can't share here exactly, but um, but it's great. <laughs> from your dad? <laughs> no, from oh. friends. Oh. <laughs> um, they, yeah, I, they I, gave. They I mean, are they friends you, you want to keep? They warned you. They were. They like were friends us. who I want to keep. Yeah. How offensive <laughs> is it? Yeah. No, it's it's not offensive. It, it was more okay. Uh, here we go. Listen to the three of us. We're like, come on. I mean, what, this is the this is how we make a living. I was like. You are gonna, you're something like Heather. You're gonna, you're gonna have such good romance if you pursue this career. And I was like, okay, sold. <laughs> oh no, that's that's right, Aiden. It's working out for you, I assume too, right? 
the uh, trades are sexy. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trades are totally sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, did, you did kind of say that when you're like, yeah. good workout. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanted to say it, but I was too nervous. But yeah, the trades are super sexy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. See now, if you're, because you know, our, the I think the largest segment of our audience is uh, between 15 and 18. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it without laughing. I can't. <laughs> you know, construction podcasts are big with those kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but if you're a parent and you're listening and you're like. Oh, little Johnny or little Jenny or whatever is going to be worthless. And I heard this podcast where they might they might get excited about the trades. You tell them to listen to this, and here you go. Construction sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I want a shirt that and just says that. It's a great idea. You the trades get some, are sexy. Some yeah, like contractor shirts. Sure. I know yeah, who could make uh-huh, that. I'm on it. Lori's all over it. Lori's got it. Um, I would I would also say just with college. College is like super expensive. It's, no kidding. It is. It, I keep waiting for there to be some kind of crisis and, and it all falls apart, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> right, where so. they're like, ah, discount college. <laughs> 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 Turns out we weren't charging too much. It's a fire sale. You can come for 50 bucks. <laughs> they're not going to do that. <laughs> nope. Well, it uh, seems like less of a sure thing than it used to be. Yeah. You know, you go to college, you get a good job you'd have a career the life of a company and then you know now it seems like get them in get them out this is what you're supposed to do even without any direction and i'm just watching from the distance you're, you're... i dropped down to high school we, <laughs> sam and i argued about this on facebook i'm day. sure we probably did <laughs> i would say i would say it, it remains a certain sort of thing i think college is extremely valuable for a lot of people and it and it doesn't need to directly translate to I went to college for this and got this job and and went on and did it but if you if if there is a career path that requires college you can't get away from that uh, you know and if you're just sort of if you just want a general education that's good too you can benefit a lot from that there's a lot of people who have four year degrees who got into construction because <laughs> yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lori, you can't oh, yeah. see Lori's fingers pointed herself, but they did. Um, that you can, you can find someone who maybe worked for five or six years at a four-year degree and didn't get one. <laughs> fingers pointed in this direction. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I got a lot of value out of the things I learned in college, but the cost these days for the value, all of that, like that's something people have to navigate because... Mm-hmm. Just blanket saying everyone needs to go to college is not the right path no. either. So I'm I mean, with you. I think, I think a lot of the infrastructure that used to be there too, like, um, you know, you'd go into this, you'd go into the office, and they would be like, "Well, you're a trade school guy. Like, <laughs> what are you going to college? <laughs> they don't say that anymore, or the, you know, they don't like. That's not the kind of support. You know, there's not tons of options, or even having the shop in your high school where you. Yeah, yeah. The band it was a mistake saw, to or, take or all you can go it. and learn how to work on cars. Right. I mean, it was kind of they my, have it at my year, like the year I well, dropped out of high school was kind of the last year that they even had those <laughs> services, like at least where I was. Yeah, I mean, Elk River still, I'm sure, still has a wood shop and an auto shop. And, and Roosevelt here in town, my kid was in auto mechanics and there's huh. a woodworking shop. So I think... Part of the construction is sexy thing is I, I do think that people are realizing that it was a mistake to get rid of those things and to sort of assume that um, 
you know, don't worry about it. We'll, someone else will fix everything. Like, right. <laughs> like <Right>. no. <laughs> it turns out it's kind of nice to know how to do some of these things, even if you mm. don't go into it as a career. But, yeah. And I would say that, you know, the best doctors around are, are going to be people who also understand how to run a table saw and stuff. You know, there's other things that you get out of all of this. But. Yeah, the doctors were carpenters, right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Yeah, and I think, you know, that type of cross-education leads to innovation in things. So you can, so what we're saying is, <laughs> if you want to, you know, if you're looking, whether you're 50 or, or 18, if you're thinking about something, that you can try this out for a while. You can see what construction has to offer. I mean, this is the Joe Contractor Show, so we might as well, you know, put that out there. So, so what do you two do for fun what's so let's you know think we'll we'll step away from construction just for a minute unless you got anything else any other nuggets you want to throw in there none that i can think of yeah other um yeah not not for construction i i have like way too many um things that i do outside of this yeah yeah uh not more fun, though, than this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my, she's like, she's I'm my the boss. Super you, boss better say, so. yeah. <laughs> you better say no. Working for Wonder Woman Construction in Minneapolis, Minnesota is the most fun thing I ever had. <laughs> the fifth. All right. Um, There's brainwashing going on here. All right. Second. I mean, sometimes I get to combine them. Like, I, I have the pleasure of riding my bicycle to work fairly uh -huh. regularly, which biking is... Biking is something I really enjoy doing. Um, I I work in I do textile work. Oh, um, so I weave uh, and sew. And this time of year, I'm kind of overrun by vegetables and like. Got a big garden, do you? I have a garden. I have a CSA, and then I have a food dehydrator and get things processed through cool. that. Cool. Um, yeah. Right. Do you can? Do you do canning? I, I do a little bit of canning. I do less canning because I realize I don't. I don't always eat. I, I don't always go through the cans, so I have to. <laughs> That's funny. Have to just remember. You either do or you don't. You know, and is it? I mean, I've. Everyone I know does canning in my like my family, and I've always canned things. But there's certain things you're like, you can it and it's gone right away, and then there's other stuff like. 2016, you're looking at the top of it, you're like rubbing the dirt yeah. and dust off. You're like, I don't yeah, know if I should I do that. I have some plum butter from, I think, around 2016 <laughs> that I just... <laughs> oh, and you were so proud of it when you made it. You know, I, a, I knew that it was not my it. favorite even then, and oh. I did it anyway, so... <laughs> is it yeah. plums, that, is it wild plums that smell like dirty socks when you're making them, then turn out, you put the sugar in, it's really good? No, that's maybe, that I think that's choke cherries, isn't it, or something? I don't know, actually. Anyway, one of them, it smells like dirty socks, okay. and you put sugar in there, it's all great. Yeah. Tastes great. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Canning on the, on the contractor show. Anyway, yeah, what do, you, what, do, what do you do, Aiden? Well, I like to go for hikes sometimes, you know, as much hiking as the, there is in the Twin Cities, like Minnehaha, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or just go for... Or, um, the Minnesota Institute of Art is really great too. I like yeah. to go there, and uh, actually, as of like just this week, 
as, so it's very recently, but I'm going to be moving out into my first apartment um, oh, yeah. on October 1st. So that's exciting. And yeah, so I've just, and you're funding that yourself by working. I am indeed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very, that's I'm very adult. proud of that. Cause I didn't think, I think it would, I thought it was going to take me a lot longer to move out and then, you know, you start working <laughs> full time and then even then I just didn't think I could, but then you just do the budgeting and you're like, Oh, I'm going to move out, you know? So yeah, I'm very excited for that. Do you, do you have friends your age? Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. friends. A lot of them go to college in like different States or, um, but yeah, I have buddies around the area. I'm just so busy during the week that it's, uh, you know, how we hang out is a lot different than how we used to, you know, like I can't just catch up with them whenever, like on a Wednesday, but I see them on the weekends usually. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. a couple buddies in the trades too. Um, uh, my friend Tommy, he's going to be a mechanic right now, and I have another buddy who's also a carpenter. So I got some friends my age who are kind of doing the same thing. I just never see people your age. It's I like know we locked it's... them all away somewhere or something. <laughs> like the universities. Yeah, the universities. That's yeah. where you go. I guess. <laughs> right. Maybe if if you don't like the university, Merrick, maybe that value is value enough to like the university, right? To have all the 19, 20 year olds locked up in one spot. <laughs> like, like just so they don't have to be, I'm just kidding. Uh, so you do have friends, you have a social life is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not all online and you're not just sitting there playing games all the time or anything? No, I don't really play video games too much. And That's what I like to hear. I don't know. Um, I feel like ever since I started this job, I've just been kind of growing and maturing and I don't, a lot of my friends are doing completely different things, you know, like parties and stuff. And mm-hmm. I like, there's a time and a place, but I'm just, I don't know. I've, I, I hang out around like adults and stuff all the time. So I feel like I'm starting to like, I don't want to sound like a douche, like a jerk here or whatever, but um, <laughs> you're good, you know, you're like good. I feel like I'm maybe maturing a bit faster than some of my buddies, sure. but you know, that's all good. Everybody, everybody goes at their own pace. So. True, true. Wise. Sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, this is an adult? <laughs> right? who, who let this be an adult? <laughs> I'm glad for your maturity. Thank you. Yeah. There are still times where it's, you know, like the age difference between me and the crew is like, it's crazy because, you know, they'll talk. They're like, oh, we're on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, I'm on Instagram. Or like, it's just things like that. And our interests are different. But also, it's kind of a great thing because, you know, I tell them my interests and maybe they'll be interested in it. And right. then they share their stuff and I usually am interested in it. So that's. Are you saying Facebook's for old people? I let that go right away. I'm like, you're right. My dad's on it. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, too, but it's just to keep in touch with my relatives who have Facebooks. So I get a smart way to do it. That's what people are always. That's what Sam's always telling me to do it, instead yeah. of arguing. That's great. Stay out of the rest of it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny stuff. There will be a different app, though, that the next generation does. And then I'll be the person who's like, oh, I'm on Instagram still, you know. And who, who knows? Like, whatever. Yeah, no. It, I mean, you're Facebook perfectly... Facebook walks so it can run. Sorry. You're perfectly describing what, you know, what kind of used to happen. I mean, there's you are supposed to learn from the people who are older than you. 
And you're supposed to think they're dumbasses at the same time that you know everything. (laughs) And you're supposed to be a little bit of a shit. And we're supposed to be like, oh, God, look at that kid. He thinks he knows everything. (laughs) But but that social interaction is how you mature and become an adult. Totally. And so you're, you know, hopefully you can still get that in the trades and have it be respectful and mindful of the, you know, the thing is you'll you'll end up teaching them stuff too. Yeah. Watch any sappy movie and they'll show you like... Oh, look, the old guy learned, too. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Sometimes the young guy can teach something. Right, right. The karate kid or something. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, when I look at myself in the mirror these days, I I think, not that's an adult, I think, who who the hell is the old guy with the gray beard? (laughs) I really do. i got to shave it off. I'm like, God, I got old fast. Anyway. If it helps, I can't grow a beard. <laughs> you could have half of mine. You know, like. That's very kind of you to yeah. offer. Yeah, uh, I would say you. It's, so, it's so interesting because uh, my son just asked, he's not, you got a big birthday coming up. And I said, yep. Yeah. And he said, are you excited? Or how do you feel about it? And I said, well, I'm fairly mixed. Am I excited about turning this next decade? And I said, no, not at all. And I'm in total denial, but I wouldn't change the experience and confidence for the world. Yeah. Can't go back. No. No. Don't have to embrace it. I get that. But but you can't go back. No. Well, um, I don't know what to say other than this has been a lot of fun. I'd like to ask one more question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if if those young kids out there listening to us, of course they are. (laughs) Yeah. What advice, or to anybody that's thinking of switching careers, what advice would you give them like what one piece of advice if you could think of one piece yeah maybe something you didn't realize coming into this that you you know like now you're like oh shit that's cool just how like different um you know different the ages range and how like how and when you can get into construction you know it's like it's never too late it's never too early so you know if you have an interest like in construction then i'd say pursue it anytime because it will pay off especially now with you know we need a lot more like carpenters and carpenters and electricians and plumbers you know so yeah cool that's my advice yeah I, I think I would say um I, I think it really helps like you talked about apprentices coming in being an investment um coming in really green but I think there are still plenty of plenty of ways you can be like slightly less green you know get get a little bit of facility with some of the tools whether that is going to um finding a neighborhood wood shop because there are some of those places that are out there um like electricians you're gonna have to use impacts and drills and saws and all the things um so so getting some facility with some of the basic tools is really important because mm-hmm. I think those those are some assumptions that are built in. I also, I, I mean, I think about myself and just trying to pick up a piece of sheetrock and being like, I can, this, the weight of this isn't, isn't crazy, but like, I don't know how to move my body. The mechanics of it don't work. I had to like, I had to stop and be like, Gabe, how do you, how do I think through this? This is a problem. Like, I, I don't understand this sheet good. And, and he did, you know, there is he did break it down. So I guess the I second, think that's great advice. Great second advice. piece of advice is just ask every single question you feel moved to ask. Yeah. Ask that question. Be annoying. 
it's okay. Yeah. It's okay under the right uh, in the right settings because I mean you're learning. Well, and I think if if it's not okay, then you probably need to find a different place to work because mm-hmm. I, like I know from I would rather be asked a million questions and and I never take offense to it. I'd love to hear them rather than people thinking they know what they're doing and doing it wrong. And I'm like, why didn't you just ask? Yeah. Like I would have told you. And sometimes yeah. you you do need to have some knowledge to even know to ask the question. Right. But yeah, just if you didn't have shop class, then you might need to build some skills up to get a little, little feeling of confidence. Well, when you're, you know, when you said impact driver, I mean, I've hired some younger folks too, and like if, if I say go get the drill, and you don't know what I'm talking about, like I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> oh my god, I, I mean, I, I knew we were gonna start it. Zero. Well, I didn't know zero, zero, though. Like, like, and then let alone all the different bits and, yeah. and like, how do you put the bit in the drill? And like, True. you're right. Just some of that basic, yeah. what we think of as very basic yeah. stuff, you can learn that yeah. before you go in. So you're not quite as embarrassed. When and smart, leave. because if you don't like it at that point, then you don't want to take that next step. Yeah. And, and not to get too deep into how that works, but like, when my six-year-old sees me using the impact driver and driving screws into something, I give him a block of wood mm-hmm. and, and a box of screws and the <laughs> impact driver, and I said, go to town, and you get this piece of wood with, like, you know, Frankenstein wood with things all over. But but that yeah. that's how, you know, if you never had that in your life, go buy a block of wood and ask to borrow an impact driver or borrow something. Borrow somebody's dad. <laughs> yeah, borrow, borrow somebody's dad who's <laughs> got a wood piece of wood for you. And or mother. <laughs> or mother. Yes. Oh, that's right. Our gender stuff. Parents, that's right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean, this was great. I don't know. I don't know how to finish this one. Yeah, this is too fun. Yeah, I would say thanks, Aiden. Thanks, Heather. Yeah, it was I think a uh, it was a good one for some uh, another group of people out there. Yeah, it was. It was one. a pleasure to get to know both of you better. And uh, yes. congratulations finding this good work and, and sticking with it. And I hope it all pays off exactly like I think it will, because this is actually a, both of you are headed down great career paths. So Thank you. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, yeah, for, thanks for having us. All right. All right. Bye, Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of the most important show out there. Before we go, we want to thank you again for supporting us and for all the lovely things you say about us on social media. Shows like this grow with help from people like you. And remember, keep sending us your questions. We really appreciate the stories and the great insights we gain from our audience. We also want to remind you that you can buy shirts, hats, and more at joecontractorshow.com. Be good to each other, and we'll catch you on the next show.